Hey guys, welcome back to Bite Size English with Matt. Um, and today what we're doing, we're going to be continuing on with our conversation about the passive voice. So we talked about uh, three different tenses already, so we're going to do a couple more today. Um, we're going to do a cover, cover a couple more uh, kind of uses of, of the passive voice. So as you guys remember, on Monday we talked about the, the past simple. And then on Tuesday, we talked about the uh, the present simple as well as the present continuous. And today, we're going to do a couple of the kind of the outlying ones, the, the, the funky ones, the present perfect. And we're going to talk about the future form as well. So let's get right into it. So let's talk about the present, the present perfect first. So we use um, to form a passive present perfect sentence. What we say is we have the word has or the word have and then the followed by the word been, B-E-E-N, and then the, the past participle of the main verb. So, for example, uh, in, a, in a positive sentence, I could say, the window has been broken. Okay, The window has been broken. So, because the window is an it, we say has um, instead of have, and then we say been, and then followed by the word broken. We don't know who broke the window, but it has been broken by somebody. So, so the, the the culprit or the person that is responsible for it is is not known, so that's why we we put this into the passive sent into the passive tense. Okay, and, and for example, let's do a negative really quickly. Um, the pencil hasn't been sharpened. The pencil hasn't been sharpened yet. Okay, so I have a pencil and I ask someone to sharpen it and it hasn't been sharpened, so it's still dull or it's broken, so I can't write with my pencil. So the pencil hasn't been sharpened okay so this these are the, the present perfect versions of the passive tense um, again we use this if we, we a we don't know who the, the subject is or the subject's not important or and then the the with with the present perfect it's very useful because a lot of um, in day-to-day -day stuff you can talk about a, a task or maybe uh, an object that hasn't been completed or or something that hasn't been done or has been done obviously you can do it in the, the positive the present perfect is very useful in your day as a passive sentence in your day to day because it shows something that hasn't that that doesn't need a subject because the object or the task isn't isn't is the important part of that sentence. Okay, so uh, once again, when we make the present present perfect simple or passive, sorry, it is the word has or have followed by the word been and then finally followed by the past participle of your main verb, whatever that main verb might be. Okay, so let's move into the future form here. Um, so the future form, uh, of course, we use the word will with the word with uh, in the future form for most things. Um, if you know your future forms, we might have a podcast on that one uh, all by itself, but or maybe a couple. But um, we have, for example, we have going to, we have will, and we then we have the the present continuous of the verb. But in in our in our situation today, for the passive voice, we use just let's just keep it simple. We'll use the word will. So, to make a a future form passive voice sentence, we have the the word will followed by the word be followed by the past participle of the verb, and that's pretty easy to form. Uh, it's not too complicated, I, I believe. I think people should be able to do that. So, for example, the meeting will be held on Tuesday. The meeting will be held on Tuesday. So that means that we're going to have a meeting. People are going to be there at the meeting on Tuesday. So will be held on Tuesday. Okay. And then we could do a negative sentence. For example, we could say uh, the contract will not be signed until 
the meeting is over. Okay, so just to keep up with the uh, the kind of the business the business sense there. So the contract will not be signed until the meeting is over. So again, this is still a future form. Um, we're we're showing a future form. The the contract itself is the is the subject. It's the thing that's being acted upon, though. So the people signing the contract, we either we know who they are, so we don't need to to talk about them because they're not as important as the word the contract in the sentence. Or maybe we don't know who who's going to sign the contract in the first place. So that's just how that's just uh, the why we would put this into the passive. So if we if we said in our day to day speech, we always kept saying things like the people will sign the contract after the meeting, or the people will not sign the contract after the meeting. It doesn't sound as fluent as putting this into the passive, simply because we don't need to say the people or they all the time, right? It's better to put things into the passive to put more emphasis onto the object of of the verb. So that's why we use the passive voice. Okay, so once again, how do we form the future, the future form passive? Will, followed by the word be, followed by the past participle of your main verb, whatever that might be. So those three words in a row. And of course, for, for the uh, the question, I forgot to mention for both of these, uh, for the question, for for the past perfect, uh, we put the, or so the present perfect, passive. We're going to put the, sub, the subject, the subject word in between uh, the word has and the word been, uh, followed by the past participle. So for example, um, has the car been fixed yet? Has the car been fixed yet? Okay, so that's a question. Um, and that's, so we, again, we put the subject in between the word has and been. And then for, um, for, the, for the future form, to make a question, we put it in between the word will and the word be. So will the computer be fixed by tomorrow? I'm sorry, I was is, uh, putting up, uh, using the same verb, but, um, but that's fine. Uh, will the computer be fixed by tomorrow? Okay, and when we say by tomorrow, like I said before, not by the, a person named tomorrow. Obviously, by this, what I'm trying to say by by tomorrow, like I said in the Time podcast a few couple weeks ago, it means at the latest tomorrow. So not on the not on Saturday, not on Sunday, but by tomorrow. That's what I mean by that by tomorrow. Okay, so those are the those are the main the main the main um, uses for the the the. Pe- uh, present perfect and the future form when we're talking in the passive voice okay so it's gonna be a bit of a quick one today because I want you guys um, I really want you guys to be able to spend some time practicing these um, there's lots of ways we can practice the passive voice one one way we can do it is just to make our own sentences uh, like like most most ways we practice but another great way we can practice the passive voice is to take active sentences and then kind of tra- quote unquote translate them so to so change them into a passive sentence it doesn't always work some sentences are not designed to be expressed in a passive voice merely because it's better to just keep them as an active sentence they they sound better active but some sentences can be used as both an active or passive sentence so what i would recommend what i would suggest is for people to take some active sentences and try to reword them so that they become a passive sentence and try to do this with all the different tenses that we've been talking about this week so once again the the past simple the present simple the present continuous the present perfect and then finally the future form so take some sentences so i like for example i can give you a couple easy sentences that we can try and we can try and reword so 
He won't see her tomorrow. He won't see her tomorrow. So we could take that and we could translate it to she won't be seen by him tomorrow. Right? So it sounds a little bit strange, but we can't express it that way. Right? That would be better to express as an active sentence because he seems important in the sentence because we want to see we he, we're, it sounds like he's doing something very active in that sentence whereas it's the hers is just being passive and not really being is not as important in the sentence so another example would be um if we if we do one in the in the present perfect um have they in accepted the invitation have they accepted the invitation this is a active sentence they accepted and how do we put this into the into the passive has the invitation been accepted by them okay or we can say has the invitation been accepted and that would be fine too we don't need to always include the by the the sub the object the by them because sometimes it's 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 so not important that we can just omit them or take them out of the sentence altogether okay so once again take some sentences that we uh, express in the active and try to put them into a passive voice just to practice how it sounds and you'll notice that some some sentences really should not be expressed in a passive voice they should really be maintained they should really continue to be active because it doesn't make sense otherwise okay um that's it for me today well we'll see you guys tomorrow i hope i have a guest if not then we'll be moving on to another subject tomorrow and uh until then see you there